Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Arkansas Beautiful Commission. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Time Sports Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. In a moment, we'll be joined by a tribute of hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Ricker Service Company. But first, let's talk to Neil Atkinson with Saracens. Neil, what is going on today in the world of sports? Well, uh, the, the biggest thing going on today is is uh, we're looking at the announcement of the NBA uh, in uh, midseason tournament. So we're going to gear up and get ready for that. Just uh, that that that's big news there. We knew it was coming. Now that we're seeing the format and the matchups, uh, we know that's going to be a big event, especially at that time of year uh, for uh, for the NBA. But right now in sports, right now it's all about Major League Baseball. Flash bets only on Bet Saracen. Boy, people are really uh, taking to that and uh, can't wait till next Saturday when we have our first flash bets on the Notre Dame game. Uh, if all goes well and indications from my tech side, it will. And of course, believe it or not, more people are really latching on to the English Premier League soccer right now. <laughs> I had a very, very surprising, had a very surprising. Uh, uh, Big loss on that yesterday for the Saracen book. So some players that uh, are keying in on some of that English Premier League, uh, they're doing they're doing very well. So uh, yeah, a lot going on. But of course, preseason this weekend, and uh, we'll see how it all plays out. And be sure and check out the golf specials, second leg of the FedEx Championships, and that involves the BMW Championship coming to you from where. Chicago this weekend, so be sure to get on to those and other great specials you'll find where, Neil? At BetSaracen.com. Check us out on the app stores. Download the number one sports betting app in the state of Arkansas. Thank you for that, and we're working hard for you, and even more to come. boy. Thank you, Neil. That is Neil Atkinson by way of Saracen. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293, family owned and operated since 1980, Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service, ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey guys. Did you wear a jacket this morning? <laughs> it was cool. <laughs> Well, it was certainly nice. Yeah, it's like 68 degrees and sunny. It was. Uh, I'll tell you what. It's been in 20 years. This is the best weather uh, for a fall camp that I think I've ever experienced. I mean, it just it. I mean, just reading what you were saying, I, I could tell how comfortable that you must have felt mm, while you were. Felt so nice. Yes, <laughs> so nice. So, what did you learn today? What did I learn today? Well, it was a thud-up practice, so full pads today. Uh, in fact, maybe a little too physical at times. I think there was one time that was probably a bit of a defenseless receiver deal, but uh, it, I guess maybe good to have those learning experiences <laughs> when when you're in practice. Uh, but they do a lot, you know, this half-line drill where it's really physical, taking on blockers in the screen game. Obviously, we see a lot of that in college football these days. Uh, but as far as, like, taking anything – significant away from practice today um 
Well, I watch the tight ends a lot. I feel like the tight ends still, you know, have some work to do overall. You know, Luke has packs a punch, I think. But, uh, you know, even, you know, Varkey's Gums, I, you know, I think has got some work to do as far as, um, you know, understanding leverage. And, um, you know, I even saw Francis Sherman, who's talked a lot about, about being a good blocker, you know, whiff on a couple of blocks today. So, uh, you know, I just decided to focus on those guys and see how they performed and, you know, to me, they've, they've got some work to do, I think. Um, you know, on the offensive line, I, I think it's an overall good-looking group. And we talked to Cody Kennedy today. I, I, you know, I think when they get Devon Manuel back, who I've been impressed with, and, and I know the coaching staff has been, um, just his potential there, uh, I, I think, is really encouraging. So they got to get him back healthy, I think, maybe maybe a day or two. Maybe it wouldn't totally surprise me if he's back by the scrimmage on Saturday. And then, um, you know, Patrick Kudis, I think, is uh, a guy with a lot of potential. I thought Bo Lemmer put it really well on Patrick Kudis. You know, as far as run blocking, run blocking is run blocking. But as far as pass protection, you know, playing tackle versus playing inside where he was, it's an adjustment. So, uh, you know, just in this offense, it's more it's more complicated. You know, I, I think a lot of people have in their mind that, you know, an up-tempo spread offense is, like, complicated stuff, but it's really a lot easier than, you know, these pro-style uh, attacks that, you know, Danny knows she uses. Bobby Petrino was, you know, a pro-style type of guy, even though that's ever-evolving. Uh, but there's just – it's just a lot more complicated stuff versus, you know, the hurry-up. Um, so – you know, it's been a bit of an adjustment, but they, again, they still have 18 more practices and probably just a couple more days of install, and then they should be done with that. One of the guys that uh, evidently had a really good day today, and you've talked a little bit about him, Jalen Lewis in the secondary. How yeah. did you see him today? Yeah, Jalen Lewis had a nice tip ball. Uh, I believe it was with... Uh, Jacoby Criswell uh, on a throw about 15 yards downfield. It was a nice play. And before that, he had a, a really big hit. Uh, I believe it was Cameron Bibby who he hit. Now, the problem with it is Bibby was – he would have gotten flagged for a defenseless receiver. You know, it, it riled everybody up on defense and everybody was celebrating and stuff. But, uh, you know, that would have ended as soon as that yellow flag uh-huh. hit the ground. Uh but, yeah, you know, he, I thought he, he did a couple of good things today when I was, you know, just keying on him and watching him. And, you know, he's a guy that has been at times in, you know, their starting lineup at nickel. But, again, I think he, he's got a chance to be a good player. Uh, I just don't think that he's one of their five best defensive backs today. And then evidently Isaiah Satania had a good day. Isaiah, so I didn't watch the – I did not go over and watch the um, two-on-two slot cover stuff that they were doing today over, you know, in the red zone area. Instead, I went and watched them do inside run just to watch some of the blocks. Since they were in full pads, you know, it's not as flashy as the uh, as the passing stuff. But so I didn't. I, I'm not sure what Isaiah would have done today because inside run is just passes. yeah yeah. So that would have been all in the you know would they just work one side of the field. And have a couple of wide receivers versus a couple of defensive backs, um, you know, and maybe a slot too. I think in, in that drill, and and a, and a third defensive back. So, uh, yeah, Satania is like just overall, you know, aside from what I you know would have missed today, just overall, Isaiah Satania has had a really really strong camp. I mean, he looks like a totally different player. Just his comfort level out there, you can tell he's bigger. He's never going to be a just a hulking wide receiver, but uh, he's he's definitely put on some good weight. I, I see him as a guy that they're going to target a whole lot in the passing game. I think he'll have a really nice year this year. All right, Trey, this from our Southern Structural Solutions text line. Says, question for Trey. This from Cole in Poen. Says, question for Trey. Hog offense struggled big time from the goal line at some crucial points in games last year do you think that's going to be fixed with the new offensive coordinator or still in question because of the questions on the o-line well i would hope that they improve that and recognize that that is a major area of weakness for them last year because it was they struggled at the goal line they struggled in short yardage and it was you know particularly when they got inside the 20s so i think you know part of that 
could have been play calling, obviously. Uh, I think another part of it was, you know, the strength and conditioning. That's something that's been pointed out to me is just that these guys were not as strong later in the season as they were early in the season. I remember in the early in the season, <laughs> there were some problems. And, you know, this is an offensive line that, like, according to Pro Football Focus, graded out very highly overall nationally. And uh, I, I don't know if they just did not put enough stock in some of the short yardage stuff, but this was supposed to be a team strength last year. And I thought I thought they would let them down hmm. a lot of times in short yardage. I mean, you talk about losing these four games by nine points. I mean – the reason they lost a lot of those is because what happened in short yardage and at the goal line. It is something that absolutely has to be fixed. Uh, they've got too much quality at running back and at quarterback to run into you know a fourth and one and not be able to pick that up. You know against most opponents out there. So I, and I understand sometimes you're, it's it's just not going to happen. You'll get stuffed, but it seems like more often than not it went the wrong way for them. It's, it's, it's got to be better. I think that they're you know, going to be a stronger group overall. But, uh, yeah, they've, they've, they've got to get that fixed. That, that just can't happen. Not unless you want to be a seven-win team again. Yeah, exactly. Let's talk to Charlie. Charlie, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yeah, I do. Uh, good afternoon, guys. Uh, tough day for me. Uh, as a Razorback fan, you yeah. know, obviously with everything that happened, and uh, I don't want to speak too much on it. I'm, you know, I'm 30 years old, and it's just it, it's been a tough calendar year. I, I, it's crazy just to think about as many as it's been. Uh, I don't know if you guys could probably touch on that. Has it ever been that many in one year? I don't. Know. I don't know. In four months, yeah, four months. I mean, it's been. Chris Smith, who just had so much tragedy towards the end of his life. Uh, Deion Stutz, an Arkansas recruit, a guy that was committed. I mean, we didn't even know what to do just because that never has happened with our database. Like, what do we, how do we list Deion Stutz? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Ryan Mallett's tragic drowning, and, then, and that was, what, June, the end of June? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now with Alex Collins, I mean, I, guys, I literally, when I saw that, I just, I thought, this can't be real. It's not, this is some kind of mistake because there was some kind of rumor going on about Sony Michelle being in a motorcycle accident and then I googled it and tried to find any information I could on it and there was some like I don't know if it's like an auto created chat GDP deal but it looked completely made up and then I I didn't believe it until Baltimore Ravens tweeted something about it Um, yeah just you know Alex Collins was one of a kind like in 20 years that I've been covering Razorback uh, athletics they never went into Florida and got a you know a four-star caliber athlete that Florida Florida State and Miami all wanted until Alex Collins and he went 1300 miles away to Fayetteville it was difficult we all remember the signing day uh, fiasco hmm. um, mm-hmm but it, it happened, and he made it to Arkansas and uh, was the only guy besides Darren McFadden to run for 1,000 yards in each of his first two seasons. Um, it just and, – and what a personality, you know, with his yeah. – the Irish dancing. And that was something that, you know, was noticeable about Alex Collins the moment he stepped on campus was, you know, he was going to be a big part of – he was going to be a fan favorite type. And, and he certainly was right off the bat. It's uh, – just a tragic deal. Uh, Trey, this uh, from our Asher Record Service Company live feed and feedback. Savage says, ask Trey, at the end of this season, where does he see Isaac Tesla stacking up? How many yards do you think he can rack up this year? Well, I don't think it's unreasonable to think that, you know, he could be a 50-plus catch, 700-plus yard guy. I don't think that's unreasonable at all. I mean, it's it's difficult to say how things will shake out exactly. Uh, you know, I felt last year that Matt Landers would end up being their top receiver, and I, I kind of feel like he was. He didn't have as much catch, many catches as Jaden Hazelwood did, but he had way more yards and touchdowns than Hazelwood did. Um, this year, it's just, I don't know, I feel like it could be a little bit more committee. I, I really like Armstrong and... Tyrone Broden, 
I mean, to go with Tesla and, and Isaiah Satania. And it's a different offense than it was last year. I, I think they will throw more over the middle. I know they're, they're going to. I also think they're going to throw a lot of screen passes, too. And that should benefit, you know, Satania a lot. Uh, but again, if it's third down and eight, the guys they're looking for are Isaac Tesla and, and Luke Has. Well, you kind of uh, semi-answered uh, that to a degree. This is from the 501 from our Southern Structure Solutions Buzz text line. This from the 501 with such a strong stable of backs. Any chance of Enos adopting any multi-back sets? Could easily see Green or Dub running that wheel route like Hillis. Wingo yeah, is the guy that always think of the wheel route. Wingo. Yeah, Hillis did it too. But yeah, Wingo was on the the Alabama game. Uh, I should have mentioned that when you asked me what I learned today because this was the first day I saw him do some two back stuff, and I didn't ever see him do it in team. I don't I think aside from fastball, they didn't do it any team while we were out there today. Uh, but in you know just individual work, they had you know a quarterback basically taking shotgun snaps with one running back directly to his right and one running back directly to his left not behind him or anything like that but just right there and they were doing you know different things like you know rpo option type stuff um you know those kinds of things with them so yeah i think you're going to see that you'll see two tight end sets also i don't recall seeing them do a two tight end set though so far i know i know they've probably done it but what we have 34 minutes, I think, of practice availability today in the two-hour practice. I know they've done it, but just not when we're out there. But today I did see them uh, doing some two-back stuff. Uh, this from 479. Does Trey know anything about Arkansas's first opponent, Western Carolina? I know very little about the Catamounts. Is that what their nickname is? Very little about them. I haven't even begun. Now, Arkansas hasn't begun to work on them. I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, Trey, this would almost take us all the way up to the end of your segment, but Randall okay. is saying, please play the tribute for Collins that John put together so Trey can hear it. Would you like to hear the tribute? Sure. Alex Collins go on to play his college football. Well, uh, that's what I've been waiting for. I want to get this off my chest for a while now. All right. Uh, I would like to continue my athletic and academic career at uh, <laughs> the University of Arkansas. 8.30 to play in the first quarter. Straight eye now behind Allen. Kendrick Jackson is in at fullback. Alex Collins will dot the eye. Allen's under center on first down. Draw to Collins. Big hole inside the 15, inside the 10. Touchdown, Arkansas! Collins at real estate and then some 22 yards for six. You don't, you don't chalk that up on the board. You don't put chalk that up and prepare for those type of situations. And just being us to hit with that adversity and being able to respond like that, I felt that was pretty awesome. 11-12 to play in the football game. Offset eye. Collins on a delay. Comes right side. Alex across the 20. Alex at the 30. And there he goes. Midfield, the 40, the 30. Collins at the 20. Alex at the 10. Five touchdown, Arkansas. Collins goes 84 yards, and the Hawks break it open. Collins is the running back. They load up on the right side. A three receiver bunch formation there. Allen gives it to Collins. Collins spins away in the backfield at the five touchdown, Arkansas. Collins spun away from the defense in the backfield, did the rest himself, and the Razorbacks are a PAT away from taking the lead. Brandon gets the snap. They fake a jet sweep, give it to Collins straight ahead. He's got room to the 40. Collins to midfield, the 40, the 30. Collins at the 20, to the 10, to the 5, to the pylon. Touchdown, Arkansas. Alex Collins, 80 yards.
Georgia, and the Hawks are up by two scores. No, it wasn't about me. It was about my teammates, and um, they needed me to go no matter no matter what, so I just fought through the pain. Fourth down at 25. Razorbacks at the 40 in overtime. Ole Miss going to rush three, drop eight. Allen gets the snap. He's going to fire to the sideline, complete to Henry, but Hunter well shy of the first down. He's going to lateral it back. Ball's on the ground, picked up by Collins. Alex has got room at the 30, 25, 20. Collins at the 15, cuts back at the 10. This game's still alive, and the Hawks have a first down. Hunter Henry lateraled it back over his head, Keith, and we're still playing football. I was thinking the same thing as him, you know what I'm saying? After he pitched it back, you know, I'm thinking, you know, we got to get, get going here. And um, when I picked up the ball and I ran to the other side, you know, I didn't know where I was at on the field. I didn't know if I had the first or not. I didn't know what was going on, so I tried to uh, pitch it back too, yeah. And I'm thinking that because I didn't know where I was at on the field, I would feel bad, you know. Hunter did an outstanding lateral, and then me just to go down and not give me a lateral off would feel real bad, so I tried to get one going too. First and 10 at the 14 of Kansas State. Offset eye formation. Collins is the tailback. Alex gets the call straight ahead at the 10, spins down to the 7, still on his feet at the 5. Collins at the goal line, cuts down Arkansas. What a run by Alex Collins. There you have it. Thanks to wow. John Neighbors. That was really well done. Very well done. And uh, all right, Trey, we're going to try to squeeze a little bit more off of our Southern Structure uh, Solutions bus text line. This from the 817 says they were doing some two-back motion lead stuff yesterday. So, well, I mean... Again, you know, I'm going all around the field, so if they were doing that yesterday, they weren't doing it in front of me. Uh, this from Piggy Smalls. says, given the Hogs' well-documented struggles in close games last year, looking back, it's a miracle they held on to beat Kansas in the Liberty Bowl. Do you remember any other instant instance of the Hogs coming back to win after giving up such a huge lead? Giving up such a huge lead? Hmm. Gave a pretty good lead that. to uh, Virginia Tech, was it not? So well, they come didn't back. come back and win. Oh, that's true. That's true. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll forget but, the part uh, about not coming. Yeah. I mean, about yeah. not winning. Yeah. Arkansas won that game against Kansas three different times. I mean, just ridiculous yeah. how that game was officiated. Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Biddy of Hogsports. Com, being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. With Justin Acri and Wes Moore every day from 10 to 1. Live from the Oakwan Racing Casino Resort Studios on 103.7 The Buzz. Southern Four Coating presents the Zone Rewind. Tune in Fridays when Justin and Wes discuss their best moments, sound bites, and interviews of the week. Ready to transform your patio, porch, or pool deck? Call the pros at Southern Four Coating. Find them online at southernfourcoating.com. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. Summer's coming to an end soon, and so will the Summer Auto Loan Special from Alcoa. Hurry to take advantage of rates as low as 2.49%, up to 84 months financing, and no payments for 90 days. Can't get better than that. You can apply online at alcoacommunityfcu.org or at their branches in Benton and Sheridan. Rates like these don't come on often, so hurry and don't miss out. Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union, serving Saline, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Paris. Counties. Attention bow hunters. Ready to take your hunting game to the next level? Then set your sights on Max Prairie Wings, featuring the best model bows from Elite, Matthews, Hoyt, and Bear. Max offers all the top-of-the-line bows along with any accessory you need to make your bow even more powerful. And they'll even work with you to build your dream bow exactly the way you want it. Max Prairie Wings, your go-to destination for bow hunting gear. Click on MaxPW.com or visit their store in Stuttgart. Max Prairie Wings, where passion meets precision. Happy hunting! This is Pat Bradley for Wood Davis. If you've never painted a room before, it's easier than you think. First timers who play in each step are quick to wonder what all the fuss was about. Head over to Wood Davis in Jacksonville, Sherwood, or Greenbrier, and you'll find more Valsper medallion colors than you could possibly imagine, including the perfect one for your interior painting project. Medallions are the only paint and primer with color affinity and provides one coat color that lasts. Get organized, get down to work, and then enjoy. And don't settle for anything less than Valsper medallion paint and primer at Wood Davis. Lumber Plus.
Tired of all that laboring? Get ready to take a break from hard work with Lazy Boy's Labor Day Sale. Save up to 50% off store-wide. From cozy couches to stylish sectionals, Lazy Boy has everything you need to create the perfect living space and a chair that's all yours. A wide selection of furniture for every room. With unbeatable prices, upgrade your home decor without breaking the bank. Don't miss out on your chance to save big. Visit Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor. Shackle for galleries of Little Rock today. From the same ownership that brought you Whitehall Fresh Market, now comes Prime Fresh Market in Sheridan. Still that same authentic meat market with the best selection of quality meats as well as one-on-one personal service. Prime Fresh Market, located on the Sheridan Bypass, is Grant County's newest home for a huge variety of seafood. Fresh cooked-to-go dishes, salad bar options, deli sandwiches, seafood boils, and the best quality meat selections around. All this along, of course, with a legendary lunch buffet. It can be found in Sheridan at Prime Fresh Market. Look them up on Facebook today. The temperatures are hot, but so are the deals as the summer sizzling sale continues at Motorsports Authority with two convenient locations on Central and Hot Springs and on East Main and Russellville. Now, Bill, if I've got a car to trade in, you're going to put top dollars in my trade, right? We're going to put top dollar on any trade that comes in, whether you push it in, pull it in, or blow it up and make it land on the lot. We're going to give as much money for it as we can. You can check out the amazing selection online at msastore.com. Y'all come see us. What are you waiting for? Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Man, today, if you needed to work outside, this might be the day. I look at my watch, 86 degrees. I don't know what the humidity factor is, but I kept saying the other day that if you could find a push or ride mower, for that matter, and you could put an air conditioner on it, a little bubble, Mickey could probably do it at Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy. So if you're looking for any type of mower, weed eater, uh, blower, trimmer, whatever it may be, you're going to find the right piece of equipment. And all with these name brands we are all so familiar with. Whether it be Kubota. Hennard has been a Kubota dealer since 19. 19- 91, and they offer both a full line of residential and commercial mowers with gas engines or diesel engines. Also, Spartan Turn Zero mowers that, oh, by the way, are manufactured in Batesville. And then you've got the Bobcat Zero Turn mowers. Looking to purchase an electric mower? Mickey and the gang, they can help you there, as well with the industry's leading battery-powered Greenworks zero-turn mowers, both residential and commercial grade. And after the sale, that's what earns your respect and your repeat business. That is, they are unmatched, hindered his unmatched reputation for service after the sale, 501 268 1987 or 1920 South Main Street in Searcy. That's Hennard Foothills Equipment. And let's do this. Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. What is going on today, Kevin? Just another beautiful day in central Arkansas, and we've got more basketball. We've got a little ceremony coming up for Daryl Macon this evening. Here in Little oh, Rock, he will be presented oh, to right. the city. Yeah. August 15th will today and forever be known as as Daryl Macon Day here in Little Rock. Hmm. And what are they making out of Daryl tonight? <laughs> buzzer never can be too buzz too soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, let's talk with 
Razorback Bob Robert. Hit, I want you to listen closely. Gamecocks okay. have two wide to the left, one right in the Lucas and Michael Williams flood the left side, open field, and the give is to Cobbs. Cobbs at the 35, Cobbs at the 30, Cobbs breaks a tackle at the 20, the 15, the 10, touchdown Arkansas! A magnificent run by the freshman. He looked like he was handed in at the 30, broke out of the tackle, went down the sideline, 37 yards, and the Hogs lead 23 to 6. Was that what you were asking for the other day? Randy, Randy, I cannot believe you held on to that for a week nearly. <laughs> you, buddy, you know how to get me excited, and I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> well, that was the 37-yard touchdown run in the 2000 Cotton Bowl, Arkansas yep. versus Texas. That's Y2K. <laughs> yep. yep, that was it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember if it was 37 or 39 yards, but uh, I, he, when he come around that, that end right there, it was headed right straight for us, and, boy, I was pulling for him. And, but, Randy, uh, and I know Hoop Scoop's on here, and, and what I'm about to say, uh, he can he can kind of speak to the basketball side of it. And there's I know there's other programs out there. There's There's something special about the Razorbacks. Um, and you know, when even these young guys coming in and being recruited, they talked about how it felt like family and how the coaches and the players just made it, made them feel welcome and make, made them feel like family. And, and when you're a Razorback, Randy, you got a whole army out there of fans that when you move on, they're, they're, they're wishing you well. And I'll, I'll, I don't know about you guys, but I'll be honest with you. When Peyton Hillis went through his deal, I, I, I requested prayer for him at church. Oh, sure. Uh, we pray. We pray for these guys, and we wish them well. And and and, and still grieving over what happened with Ryan Mallett and and his uncle coached there at Wynn and coached my little brother. And you know, you have a connection with these guys, and just so shocked yesterday, and and. And I'll get Hoop Scoop to talk about the basketball, you know, side of the family thing. But I, I wanted to remind you of something, Randy. The day, and y'all remember the day that he was, Alex was supposed to sign with the Razorbacks. And his mom hmm. wanted him to go, go to the Hurricanes. And snatched up and stole his papers and ran out mm-hmm. the gym. And that afternoon, I called you and Rick. And... Of course, I, you know, everything is so serious all the time because everybody's mm-hmm. serious about the Hogs, and I try yes. to make something light every once in a while. And yeah. I asked you and I Rick, do, too. I, I, get, said, I we, get buzzed, Bob. You, you, you don't get buzzed. I make light of it, and I get buzzed, but at least you get away with it. And, and <laughs> Randy, I, I asked you and Rick, I said, do we really want this guy, Alex Collins, on our, back, on our football team? And Rick yes. responded, Rick responded and said, Raise the back by. Why would you even say that? He's a five-star running back, blah, 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 you know. I said, look, if the boy can't run fast enough to snatch them papers from his mama, maybe we need to sign his mama. <laughs> and that just seems like not yesterday, Randy and Rick. And all I can say, guys, is these players are here. They're, you know, they're playing their heart out. They're entertaining us for life. And just cherish the moment. We got a guy right now. We got so many players right now. I'm telling you, these Razorbacks, these running backs, Randy, they they look so chiseled this this year and look like they're such shape and look like I mean they look like SEC players. And I'm looking forward to kicking this thing off. But y'all cherish these players and 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 hold them up in your prayers and thoughts. And God bless you, Randy and Rick and Hoop Scoop and all of y'all. Thanks. Thanks, Thank you, Robert. Thank you. No question. And uh, I'm not going to name names, but uh, there are some uh, elder Razorbacks out there amongst our midst. Uh, enjoy, cherish every moment you can with them. And, uh, but, again, life shows you. It's not how old you are. It's when the good Lord's ready to bring you home. So, that can occur at any time. You know, that, that is one of the things. Um, I don't know if you saw the comments 
the other day, uh, Kevin, uh, concerning Nick Saban. He was over in uh, Rome, I believe, is where this, this actually occurred. And as he and his wife, Terry, were, I guess, going from one place to another, he heard several times, Roll Tide, Roll Tide. Hmm. We hear all the time of uh, someone wearing a shirt, a Razorback shirt or a hat in Montana, and next thing you know, a hog call will break out. This is, it's a family, and it's called the Razorback Nation. Yeah. Um, you know, Randy, I, my daughter graduated, my oldest daughter graduated from the University of Arkansas not that long ago. She came in the same class as Alex Collins. And they became friends. They had mutual friends. They met. She said, for a big man on campus, he was the most down-to-earth, fun person. Just, you know, uh, everybody liked him immediately. Once you met him, you liked him immediately. And, uh, you know, when I was covering a Razorback basketball game, when right after Alex had been drafted, I think, um, and played uh, with Seattle, he was on a break and was in Bud Walton Arena, and he was looking for his seat, and he was in the media area. And I turned around and, and made eye contact with him. I'm like, oh, it looks like Alex Collins. And he came up to me and goes, you know where this section is? <laughs> and he just had the biggest smile. And so that was my first personal, the first time to personally meet Alex Collins. Um, but I don't think anyone that met him uh, had anything negative to say. Uh, it was always positive. And that's the person, you know, great football player, one of my favorite Razorback football players. Um, in fact, two of my favorite running backs, you led that segment off with the replay with Paul Hill making the call on Cedric Cobbs, but you know both of those young men were you know great Razorbacks as football players. Uh, but what a loss! And you know there's been so many re- recently, uh, from Charles Ballantyne to uh, Ryan Mallett, Chris Smith, uh, uh, the other young man studs. I mean this has been a rash of uh, bad news and 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 all icons leaving us too soon. All right. uh, Let's see. This from our Southern Structural Solutions bus text line. Please ask Kevin how Sheridan's Lily Reed looked at Isaiah Joe's camp this past weekend. What's the latest on her? That is from the 573, which I have no idea where that's from. (laughs) <laughs> well, that sounds like someone Bart. Bart's doing his job here. He's he's got the question askers at during calling during basketball time. That's great. I kid. That's Bart Reed's daughter, by the way. For anybody that doesn't know, Bart was taking was helping out at the camps. Uh, I've seen Bart through the weekend and even yesterday when we he had a workout with with the Layden Blocker, Arkansas. He's my freshman. I was out there for that. Got some good highlights. But Lily Reed. Um, is an outstanding player. She's been invited to the, uh, you know, it's a prestigious John Lucas camp, class of 2026 down in Sheridan. She's got multiple high major offers, include, or, excuse me, interest, including interest from Arkansas. Um, and, you know, 5'11", five, 5'10", pushing 5'11", has guard skills, uh, can shoot the basketball really well. But she's an outstanding player. And she was the only female at, um, in her age group or uh, in the older group on Friday, or excuse me, Saturday's Isaiah Joe Shooter Shoot Camp session, and um, she and I told people before it started, I'm like, she's going to probably outplay most of these, uh, most of the uh, the boys out here, and uh, she certainly held her own and did some of that. So, uh, very outstanding young talent uh, again, class of 2026. So she's just going into her sophomore season. Uh, but she'll be a force at Sheridan, uh, uh, you know, this season and for years to come. And, again, she's got a big uh, camp invite coming up. Um, you know, and I'll let Bart talk about some other camp opportunities <laughs> she's got. We talked – he and I talked yesterday about one of them that they're still sorting through. But I'll let him uh, talk about that proudly when, when he's on next with you guys. Okay. All right, hang on, Kevin. We've got one more segment with Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop. Courtesy of Hogville.net. And thanks again to Fence Brokers, Chris Walker and Company. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in just one moment. 
Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big O' Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important. And they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. This week's special is Shepherd's Pie for only $7.49 per pound with Edwards Signature Peach Cobbler for $5.49 per pound. When it comes to bikes, here's what you want. Reliable, fast, and tough as nails. That's what you get at OCC. And after a crash, that's what you get at Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. Paul Senior knows us. We're the Arkansas law firm motorcyclists have counted on for years. We work fast to get you the best results. And we're tough where it counts. Fighting for you. Reliable, fast, tough as nails. These are the guys I'd call anywhere in the state. Dial 888-8888. Non-lawyer spokesperson. Responsible attorney for the Rainwater Cross-Texas. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Double B's is a growing Arkansas company with 34 locations in our state. Small local businesses are the largest employers nationally and create two out of every three new jobs. Buying locally at Double B's means creating more opportunities for local residents to work in our communities. When dollars are spent locally, they are respent locally, paying more salaries and building the local tax base. You want to keep Arkansas thriving and unique? Support an Arkansas-owned business like Doublebee's, which helps define our community's self-image and creates Arkansas pride for Arkansans. Doublebee's is of Arkansas and for Arkansas. Doublebee's, it's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebee's. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago. And ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. Built upon a solid foundation of cast iron and steel, the Kubota L01 Series is part of the tractor lineup rated number one in durability and owner experience. They feature powerful Kubota diesel engines and easy operation. The durable Kubota L01 Series. Talk to your local Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Work smarter, not harder with River Valley Tractor. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Exciting times at Robert Irwin Jewelers. Ring design. That is the word. That is the phrase. In fact, you pick, you choose the center stone, the cut, the clarity, the shape, the size. Then you pick the setting. And don't worry. They will provide the necessary help if you need it. And Robert Irwin Jewelers will make that ring for your special someone that no one else has even tried on before. It was designed totally by you for them. If you have an idea or a picture of a ring style that you love, Robert Irwin Jewelers can make it come to life by designing a one-of-a-kind custom ring just for you. Now, a fine piece of jewelry is an expression of your love. Don't take any chances. Come find the absolute biggest, brightest diamond at the best possible price at Robert Irwin Jewelers. McCain Mall in North Little Rock and the brand-new Diamond Showcase in the Pleasant Ridge Town Center, or go online at rijewelers.com. 
Robert Irwin Jewelers, bigger, brighter diamonds get the absolute biggest, brightest diamond for the best possible price for someone that's been in the business for 46 years. That's Robert Irwin Jewelers. Okay. Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. And, Shane, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Kevin? Yes, about uh, Mitchell and uh, Battle. Uh, about their injuries, or if, if they are injured, or whatever. I haven't seen any of them, any, uh, these two pitchers I've noticed and everything, so I just want to get his uh, take on that, and I'll hang up. Guys? Hello? Yes. Go ahead, Kevin. I, I'm I'm in I'm in transit right now, and I already have a hard enough time hearing some of the questions, so I missed, I thought I heard Makai Mitchell in battle, but I didn't hear the question. How are they doing physically? How are they how are they performing? Yeah, Makai Mitchell did not participate in in the uh, uh, limited summer practices. Uh, there was never any official word that I heard from Eric Melsman or the program or from Makai and his family regarding any injuries. However, there was a team photo, uh, at, at a poolside photo, just shortly after the team arrived. You know, late May, early June. Uh, and Makai was seen in that photo wearing a boot, one of those walking boots. So uh, take, you know, you can kind of string together what that probably meant, but uh, he's expected to be back. I'm told he's not been in the boot for a while and uh, should be back here in, uh, later this month. Arkansas will return this weekend. Players will get back to campus. They've been on a, a break after June and July practices, limited practices. They'll be back. Uh, classes for the fall semester start on Monday, the 21st. Most of the players will be filtering in through the weekend. Uh, and I'm told Makai Mitchell's expected to be full return very soon. Uh, you know, maybe as soon as when Arkansas goes on its first day of resuming practices once they get back on campus. Uh, Cliff Battle, another player where there's no official word about uh, an injury. Uh, so I can't comment uh, specifically on that. But I can tell you that he did miss a couple of weeks toward the end of limited summer practice. And he, too, is expected to be available for full go when the team returns later this month. And you always keep an eye on, do they, you know, are they are they available immediately? Uh, maybe they break them in slowly and they do limited stuff and then they get their full go a few days later. You know, I can't, again, go into how they're going to do that other than everybody's expected, all 13 scholarship players, uh, Keon Minifield Jr., who's going to be a non-scholarship walk-on, and he can practice. Everybody's expected to be available when they get back. They did have a, you know, Trevor in Brazil has been doing limited stuff the whole time. He's been kind of doing side work and limited participation. They've always said they weren't going to rush his return date, which is sometime in September. But you just never know if the calculation changes on that. You know, maybe he's available sooner than that, um, but uh, I don't think there are any concerns about, uh, you know, anything keeping players from being available here in the short term. I guess, obviously, anything can happen at any point where, uh, you know, something changes that, but that's that's been what I've been hearing for a while, is that they're going to they're be full steam here very soon. Uh, let's see... Uh, this from our uh, Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. This was uh, just a few minutes ago. It says ABC is about to talk about Alex. I guess that's ABC Network. Um, so if you have access to ABC television, you may want to check that out. Uh, this also from the 501 says... Hog Wild turns 62 on the 12th of August. So that's already happened. So happy belated birthday wishes to Hog Wild, who turned 62 years of age. 
And this from our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback. Seven says basketball, question mark, exclamation mark. Really, it's football time in Arkansas. Kevin can talk football, can't you, Kevin? I can talk football. By the way, I was a little distracted when you ran that Paul Ills call on the Cobbs touchdown. Was that the was that the uh, reception when when Turner nope. was in in trouble and had to throw across the field, or was it the, the handoff and hand ran off. around the right side? It was a handoff. Okay, so let me just tell you, I was at that Cotton Bowl. I was there with about ten friends. Uh, we basically went straight from being out in Dallas all night, bringing in the new year, going straight to that game because. I don't know if it's still like that. I don't think it is. But the Cotton Bowl at that time was one of the morning games because of all the t- bowl games on TV on January 1st. 10 the o'clock. It was moved to like 10.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that. Mm-hmm. 10, 10, so there was no time to go back to one of our friends who lived in Plano at that point. <laughs> uh, we just we stayed out and went, went to the Cotton Bowl. Brand new year, and I had a brand new girlfriend. And right, Arkansas was coming out of a timeout, change of possession. I saw Cobb lined up in the backfield, and I turned to my girlfriend, and I said, he's either going to score on this play or maybe Texas gets a big play and causes a, a turnover. I said, but he looks like he's ready to do something big, and he scored on that play. So that's a true story. Um, and I, I wish I had tuned in when you first replayed it because I was a little distracted. And I, I caught the tail end of it, so I wasn't sure which play it was. But he scored twice in that game. I believe yep. he was the outstanding offensive player, Cedric Cobb's. Um, uh, for for the for that Cotton Bowl in Arkansas, you know, had one of those rare games against Texas where it just—I don't remember how many sacks the defense had. They had a lot that day. Yeah, eight. It seems like it was uh, Major Apple White and maybe they had, they had eight I'm sacks. Sure. Eight sacks, and Texas ended up with minus rushing yards because of them. Yeah, that's well, right. Well, Kevin, right. this this one is just them for you. Lucas and Michael Williams flood the left side, open field, and the give is to Cobbs. Cobbs at the 35, Cobbs at the 30, Cobbs breaks a tackle at the 20, the 15, the 10, touchdown Arkansas! A magnificent run by the freshman. He looked like he was handed in at the 30, broke out of the tackle, went down the sideline, 37 yards, and the Hogs lead 23 to 6. Yeah, that was the end of that game, basically, there. Not that Texas had much going for it, but that put a stamp on it. That was uh, the first fifth quarter post game show. Really? Yep. Really? Right yeah. there from Texas. Dallas, like Texas, in the old Cotton Bowl. By the way, I'm watching ABC News. It's there in Maui, which is, that's a. Humongous story, but I don't see anything on Alex Collins at this point. Well, full disclosure, guys, I was also at the Cotton Bowl, um, which was Herring's, I guess, one and done head coaching. Yeah, I guess <laughs> at the Missouri. end of, of uh, Houston Nuts run, uh, I was there. You know, D-Mac got his 100-yard game and he scored, but that was pretty much the reverse fortunes for Arkansas that day, and that was one of the coldest, windiest Cotton Bowls I've ever been to. I mean, it was... You should have been there for that Oklahoma game. There was icicles <laughs> hanging in the in the uh, press that box. Was, that one was worse. Kevin, thank you. 2023 brings back all the things you love about game days at War Memorial Stadium, including tailgating, the hog walk, running through the A, and for the first time in six seasons, the football season opener. Cheer on Coach Pittman and the Hogs and experience game day in Little Rock on Saturday, September 2nd, 3 p.m. as the Hogs battle Western Carolina.